hard to do, Sean, but you did it. Thanks a lot, buddy. Oh, Sean will find a way. Thanks a lot, pal. I mean, I, you know, it's just everybody wears them now. Oh, no, and I understand. <laughs> Dude, when I first like pulled up to pick him up the first time I was wearing mine, he got in the car, he just looked at me and he goes, God damn it, dude. Yeah. God damn you it. You too, you too, Donnie. Yeah, all night, dude. All night. <laughs> we went to a party and it was all night. He's like, those fucking frames, dude. God damn. I'm like, dude, just leave See, me. Sean's not old enough to need them yet. That's the problem. No, I got contacts. And, and when I had glasses, they weren't the black frames because those were already starting to get like everybody's wearing yeah. them. They, they've been a They've been popular for about 10, 15 years yeah, now. Yeah, the ones he had, though, looked like he kept, like, animals in his fridge. No, no. <laughs> well, once you had made you look like you touched children, so. Oh, damn, dude, they're wow. the same ones. They're the black rim, the ones that everybody wears. And oh. to be fair, it's not his fault that children are attracted to men in glasses. <laughs> you got a point, you got a point. <laughs> children are just attracted. They you know, just, you, you know. love what you love. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> All right, well, we're here. We're going to start this off. We got a theme song. Oh, yeah. Hot up, all right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> into my profile because I basically said everything sounds cooler ending in MMA and nobody will ever fuck with you. <laughs> Got a point, yeah. So it's like Todd Johnson MMA so now everybody just automatically thinks I'm some badass. Oh shit, now it's out. Oh, now, well. Now, oh, okay. now, yeah, edit that out because I, you know. See, this is what's good about not doing the live <laughs> ones anymore. Yes, yeah, people can keep the secrets. Oh, oh Another show where he forgets to turn his phone on. Oh, no, he leaves it's it on. It's your wife. He it's your wife. Her. Yeah, it's no, I don't know who that is. <laughs> really? It's not yeah. Amanda? No. Usually she times that shit perfectly. <laughs> Can I see who it is? Let's see who it is for fun. See who it is. Put him on speaker. Watch it be some. Hello? Speak to Mr. Castle. <laughs> yeah, this is him. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> your life, sir. <laughs> Uh, Sorry. Yeah. So, Sean, yeah, he's <laughs> taking work calls. And How was the show last night? Uh, it was all right. You know, it was Thursday, uh, so you know, uh, it was kind of hard to get some people out, but it went all right. You know. Yeah. How was the Jasons? Oh, they were awesome. Everybody they looked fucking good. cool. I ain't heard them, but they looked fucking cool as shit. I wish I could have come out. Yeah, they were really good live. They're even better live. Uh, all the bands were good. Siding from. Uh, 
Nashville. They're a really good black metal band. Yeah. Uh, I've been into, I don't know, I haven't listened to black metal in a long time. They got no, back I, into it. Like, yeah, that's all it took, huh? Yeah, all like right, they've cool. got real melodic guitar lines. And, yeah. Uh, nah, you get a mood. I mean, I like, that's, uh, I like a little bit of everything because it's just different moods, you know. Everybody's different people, so it's like, I don't know, I, I know people only listen to one style of music, but it's like, how how can you just listen to one song music all the time especially like after a certain period of time like yeah. after 10 20 Damn, years of the same the rental center guy almost busted all my business on my fucking uh, on the podcast <laughs> well, did you just did you uh, forget to leave some packages you didn't leave your delivery did you no we uh we forgot to pay uh oh well that was personal I thought it was from work Oh, so how much wow. money you owe? Oh, not much. Are, <laughs> you, are you texting right now? Seriously? Yeah. Are you fucking serious? Man, yeah. This man's got so a show to get to tonight. It's all right. Donnie's like, I don't... All my mil- many millions of fans will wait for me. It's not a show till I get there anyway. You That's know how right. it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> gotta, yeah, they'll be fine. Gotta oh, yeah. Okay, gotta, they know the songs without me. But yeah, uh, Pumpkin Guts was really good. Oh, they're always good. They didn't have uh, their uh, lead guitarist Ben was sick. Oh, so. and the Wolf Mask. No, the other oh, the one. Other one? With Scarecrow. Yeah, with the Scarecrow. Yeah. Oh, they're so, so great. She is so fucking adorable. It just kills me. She is so tiny, and when she puts that little basil yeah. stuff, it's just God. She just cracks me up. And I was at their very first show, and. Uh, with Voice of Addiction. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. yours, wasn't it? Did y'all? y'all yeah, we set it up. Yeah, yeah, y'all uh, set I remember that was the first time I was seeing uh, you guys set up, but I remember, and she forgot the words to the very first song. And it, it was like they kept playing, and yeah. it was like looking for it, and they started, but she's so good. She's yeah. just great. Yeah, they get better every time. They really I mean, You can tell, because I saw them the last time when they played with us, and uh, just... The comfortability was just there, and the, the showmanship and all of it. It was all on point. Yeah, they get better every time. Oh, they killed it. Yeah. yeah they used to, yeah, they were kind of nervous at first. Oh, and, uh, yeah, and they're kids. <laughs> they're older than you think? I, yeah. I don't even I thought know. they were like 18. No, she, none of them look like they're old enough to even be there. They don't look they're like they should not even be in their early 30s or late 20s. You're so. shit. No, I know. Oh. Two of them have been married for five no. years. <laughs> To didn't each other? Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I didn't even know they were, you know, I had no idea. No, they look like straight off the school bus, just walk in, you know. Like, That's God, they look our like, next uh, show was with them again yeah. at Punk Rock Night on uh, July 28th with uh, Kung Fu Overdrive. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Punk rock, but that's going on tonight too. That's yeah, no. that sucks. That's got fibrolas, which is a great thing. And there's also uh, Scrooge Mandela's playing over at the Alco for free tonight too. Oh, so many good shows. Yeah, yeah. And, and FMK's playing tonight at Air Devils. Oh shit! Right? Yeah, and, and dude, FMK plays. They play constantly. Every if if you need a band. Yeah. Call FMK because <laughs> they're ready to play. They will yeah. jump on and gobble, and they're great. Yeah, yeah. they play like all week. Like, yeah, like they're they, just into it. They're just which yeah. God bless them. You That's know, awesome, they're young man. and they yeah, can do young, their they fucking. Can do it, dude. Yeah, they could just go. It's like yeah, we play like oh god. I mean, if the guys want to play a lot more than I do, 
uh, <laughs> it's me that spreads it out because I'm like I got a full plate yeah. family right. life and job and everything else and it's just like they would like to play a lot more than I do but I'm like I tell them twice a month at the most once a month more like it like once every yeah. six weeks or so is what yeah. I like to do that's but that's especially in philosophy. town it's kind of like yeah. might as well only do one a month because right. if you're playing all the time then people will just be like oh well I'll catch them next time yeah and even family and friends is it's more of an event if you show up people want to go out you know if it's like because I have family that'll call me like it'll be date night for them and they'll just call me and they're like, are y'all playing anywhere tonight or something like that? You know, and it's yeah. just kind of like, it's like I said, if you're playing all the time, it's, you can't get nobody out there. And it's hard enough yeah. to have anybody come to a show period. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, we played four nights before. Uh, you mind not putting your foot all the way down? You know you want to knock that mic over. Uh, <laughs> you're sassy. Donnie's on his uh, game tonight. Oh, I got to stay on top of it. I got to stay on top. He'd be thinking this is his house. And <laughs> I, assumed y'all lived, that's, I assumed y'all lived together. I assumed this is what y'all do. We used to live together <laughs> a long time ago. It's funny. I text Amanda and she just sent me, they ain't going to do shit. I love my wife. They ain't going to do mm-hmm. shit. What? Renaissance? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they want you to buy whatever. <laughs> oh, is it about the... Oh, it's a, we got our accounts from Renaissance. Oh. oh. Really? Yeah. Oh, damn. Why don't you sell it back now? We're tacky as shit. <laughs> we, we rent our furniture. Just rent the furniture. Once you stain it, you can take it back. That's, yeah, that's, that's very good. My dad does that with cars now. Now, he's only traded it once. It's not like he does oh, When I started renting a car, crazy. like once my grandmother died, and then he just rented a car and then fucked it up. And after like a couple of years, fixed up the little dents in it, traded in for another rent-to-hone. Oh, wow. You know. Uh, and if he finds something more comfortable, he'll just trade it in. He's like, I'm not paying for a whole new car. Yeah. Fuck that. I've had like five cars my whole life. I drive them until they're just like, shit's just falling off on them. I mean, I hate dealing with it. I don't like buying new ones. Every car I've ever bought has been used at the point I bought it. And then it's just like, I just because I'm horrible. I don't get an oil change very often. You know, I'm just maintenance or any of that shit. My wife was just getting. And it's just like like, "Ah." about that today. She's like, "Well, you gotta get your oil change." Yeah, and then once I own it, it's like, dude, I do not want another payment or anything. So I just drive that thing. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, buying cars like car salesmen are the fucking. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't want to fool with it. Now they got like Carvana and all that bullshit. Yeah. I mean, which is probably cool, but. Yeah, I go to the place where like they don't, where they, they do like the other car lots, but they're honest about it. They're like, all right, look, these are the cars that you can afford instead of like them just trying to push one car on you and stuff. And it's like, well, I don't want this. Weird ass, like. <laughs> oh yeah, and they lie. You get online, you start filling that shit out, and then you're like, you're pre-approved, and then a Porsche 911 pops up, and it's oh like, yeah, you know, <laughs> like seventy eight thousand dollars they'll pre-approve you for. Yeah, they just want your house. That's all. Oh yeah, they want you to lose your house over that's that. That's all. It is. Exactly. Should we even talk about the submarine? Yeah, thing? we're gonna talk oh, about that yeah. yeah, no, we're just gonna up. ignore it. Uh, look. 
We're, we'll interview Joe Queer again one day, and then you'll feel all sassy, dude. This guy turns into a Republican after talking to Joe Queer. <laughs> he doesn't care what he says afterwards. And he doesn't get, get that Where? far, but still. <laughs> Politics with the sub? I don't know. <laughs> Where's the link? Uh, I keep hearing a bunch he, of sub jokes. Oh, about the submarine, and I'm just like, is already, how, how low can you sing? I thought Gilbert Godfrey died already. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> like, he would bust. Oh, he'd be either. the only one, but oh. that's like, God, let him, you know. Oh, I've heard ton of jokes, tons of jokes. Oh, it's going to be, and I'm like, I, I ain't going to downplay it. I'll read them, I'll laugh at them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna act like I'm too too good to do. It, it was <laughs> run by a Logitech, or yeah, it wasn't even a real Xbox oh, controller. No. It was the Logitech, a thirty dollar oh, like Logitech. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't work very well. Has connection issues. You don't even get and, the fake Xbox controller for the real Xbox. Yeah, no, yeah. you don't. And the thing is, uh, in terms of the crew he put on there. Okay, his intentions were good, but instead of getting experienced submariners, he said the only ones with enough experience he could find were fifty-year-old white guys. So he didn't want that. Yeah, I heard so that he got too. these younger yeah, people. Yeah, get these young guys. And it's like, okay, I, I I get what you're doing and the the intention behind it, but are are you trying to like make a positive message, or are you just trying to kill like five younger people? I think he's of different. People? See this thing, I've heard research sub. Research and all this stuff, and it's okay. all off the shelf but stuff I'm, too, non-military. Like, okay, but we know where the Titanic is. Yeah, been to the Titanic. There's underwater, just video to boot. Every you know, there's hours of it from other people that have gone to the Titanic. So it's like, what are you researching, or are you just taking two hundred thousand dollars to take somebody down there to see it? It's like, where's the research kicking? Because you're not discovering anything. We know the Titanic. We're down there. We know you can get there. There's other subs that can get to that depth. So it's like they're acting like it's some research. For me, it's just like, no, it's a money grab. Dude built this bullshit sub, took it down. He's charging $200,000 for a person to go down in this thing just to see the Titanic. And it's like... Why? So that, I don't buy it. I'm like, no, it's a money grab. I yeah. think he saw what Jeff Bezos did with space. Yeah, that, and exactly. I think he wanted to do something because he tried to say, well, we try to avoid the submarine techniques and we try to focus on aerospace yeah. techniques. It's like, dude, you're in water. Yeah. Exactly. And where we're the pressure yeah. change, you know, gets heavier exactly, as you go Now down. we can say, well, how'd that work out for you? Yeah. Well, he's <laughs> fine, you know? Like, I mean... He didn't go on the trip, right? Oh, okay. yeah, he, he was just... Of course, he ain't going. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got a little gout kicking in. I'm not very yeah. good at the depths anymore. And half those trips, they didn't even make it down to the Titanic because mm. if the currents are going the wrong way or conditions like aren't visible, oh, they have to pull it back up. So you're out $250,000. Yeah. There was one expedition that a guy was on like a few years back, and I don't remember if he said something went wrong or if something could have gone wrong, but he said the way it's sealed, and he was the expert that kept suggesting to the CEO that safety precautions, like right. it wasn't safe to go on this one. But he said the way they do it, they screw these 18 screws, they yeah. screw you shut from the outside, 
18 screws, which they only did 17 of when he went. And they're like, well, it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> You're going two and a half miles underwater. It makes a difference. Yeah. You and don't want to throw away screws that, that fall out of your dining room table, but it's okay to skip a screw in a fucking thing that's going to sail your sub so you can go <laughs> thousands of feet, you know, go 29 miles under water or whatever it is. While it's trying like, to maintain air pressure yeah. so you don't get crushed. Yeah, no, it's insane. It, yeah. My favorite one I've was, seen was uh, I may be white, but I'm not. Let's go in a submarine and look at the Titanic white. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just nuts. Yeah, I mean, it is they, sad. It's it is sad. I was. It's one of those things where when I heard it happen, I was like, oh, those guys are fucked. Because I couldn't even think. Because I was listening, and they were like, even when they found them, they didn't even know how they were going to drag them out. There was just so much that they was just like, oh, this is just. They'd have run out of water. Dude, it was, anyway. it was like, yeah. okay, we got to pretend we're trying. Yeah. But we know there's no way we're going to pull this fucking off unless they just figure it out and they drive that fucker back up to the surface. There's nothing we're going to really do in this amount of time. Because they was like, I mean, they had all kinds of shit and it was just like, well, this might work, but. They didn't have time to fucking experiment. You know, it's not it's not a movie, you know. Yeah, they like, were like, you could be anywhere from Nova Scotia to New England <laughs> yeah, to New York. It's like, yeah. oh, well, Couldn't shit. find it. Yeah, and they've got six hours to go. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm a conspiracy theorist. It's like, okay, so time runs out and the news media is about done with the story. It's like, eh, yeah, we found some wreckage. It imploded. End of story. It's like, really? Okay, Yesterday, you couldn't find them because it was like the square mileage of Connecticut you had to search for. And then the day that the oxygen's supposed to run out, you've told everybody they're basically dead. Now, all of a sudden, it's, it imploded and you got regular... It's like, I don't know. <laughs> you know yeah, I wonder if... See, there's also another like, thing. Put a like, cap was, on it. I wonder if dude knew that something was going to happen and he was just trying to collect money until something... Uh, I mean, that's kind of dangerous, financially speaking, but... Oh, no, he's fucked. If he ain't fucked, I don't know who is. Because even the material that the sub itself was made out of, they said was not good for those deaths. Right. I, I don't remember the makeup, but it was like some yeah, concrete some metal combination. Yeah, he said it was all off-shelf stuff and just shit like you would buy anywhere. Yeah. But it's like, I mean, I'm sure the waiver is like, you know, where they're not going to be sued, but it's still, who the fuck's going to deal with this guy again? Who's going to ever... Uh, he oh, don't yeah, care. He's got his money. I mean, yeah, he got. <laughs> he got to kill five people. But, yeah, you know, and who knows how many trips before that? He made know, over a million dollars off that trip alone. So yeah, that's a somebody should just should just run in there and just be like, okay, look, you you're a scam artist. Give me your fucking money. You know, yeah, RS yeah. RS should chase his ass down and just take his shit. They should. <laughs> I mean, if they're going to do what they do, he should be one that they go after. Yeah, you got to be. I mean, you just do. You got to be a little responsible for shit like that, man. You can't make up something like that. Okay, I'm going to build this sub and I'm going to take rich people down here to see this, the Titanic and it's like, okay, well, now they're all dead. All right, well... That was that. You know, just move on to my next thing. Yeah, it's like kind of like uh, when Challenger happened, but just not as big a deal. Oh, God, yeah. yeah God, I remember that. You're too young for that. Yeah, I was I a baby. I, was I, like remember, 
I was in school. I remember I was watching it in high school. I was like seven. I remember just, and we're all, and we're being kids. We're being dumbass kids. Yeah. And we're just all fucking, because nobody cared. You know, yeah. nobody cared. It's like, yeah, they're going in space. Nobody gave a fuck. And we're just talking and joking and laughing around, half paying attention. The teacher's yeah. got it just on TV. Teacher's not even paying attention to it. We were just happy not to have to do work. And all of a sudden, that fucker blows up, and we're just all like, it gets quiet. And everybody's like, did that just fucking happen? <laughs> I was like, what in the, you know, it was just beyond anything anybody thought could happen. You know, yeah. did we just see that? Did we just witness that? Yeah, it was crazy. And they made a big deal about that teacher. I remember they had t-shirts and shit because they had that oh, woman yeah. teacher yeah. go. She and was like the only non-astronaut. Yeah, and they were making such a big deal about that and everything. And that, like I said, you could go to the grocery store and buy, you know how they got the stupid t-shirts at grocery store. Oh, when Dixie probably yeah. had them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was her and had a little NASA thing around it and everything. And she was going to become this you know, pop culture idol, you know, thing, and they was all building her up, and then you just watched her disintegrate in seconds. It was like, fuck. I wonder how quick the R.I.P. shirts came out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I wonder if they were out the next morning. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm looking to see if any sub shirts yeah. are coming out. And why, okay, why would you put five <laughs> people in a tuna can? You see how big that thing is? Oh, no. The window, like, you see the like the the reporter on the inside of one and or it yeah. before it went and it's just it looks like it's five people just cramped in there. It shows how stupid we are as a as people though. Cause we will just do dumb shit because some guy looks like he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Takes one guy to just be like, Yeah, no, I'm a I'm a professional, I'm a specialist, I'm a doctor this or something. And there's like, yeah, here, get in this. And we're like, really? That don't look safe at all. But, you know, he's got a lab coat on or, or you've heard something. You know. I have more confidence <laughs> in my tone, so it's don't listen like, to the guy. Yeah, exactly. Qualified. I mean, we will fucking just do what we're told. We just will fall in line and just it's do like shit. It's like we get, like, all our guests. People oh, yeah. just believe we're a professional <laughs> podcast. And they're like, yeah, exactly. we got it. That's what I felt. And then Donnie leaves, and all we do is talk about dead people and tragedies, and it's like, oh, well, I can see why oh, people yeah. want to Sean, listen to this. Sean, <laughs> the <trade> <laughs> yeah, we were what else of, horrendous thing happened in the... <laughs> yeah, before, there were like 12 shootings a day. You know, back then, oh, there was yeah. like one a week. We, you know, But damn, now it's just... Uh, now it's just like you know, regular stuff. Just like the same as... I feel weird. Like I feel like it was. It's weird now for me because, like I said, I'm 52. I've been through. Really? I'm 52. You don't look. I've been through. Thank you. I I feel it. I've been through a lot of shit. I feel it. (laughs) But I feel. I feel. I mean, I've had a great time because my generation has just been through. I mean, I've gotten to see so much. Because okay. I grew up in the eighties, right? 80s right. hair metal, the you know all that shit, which was awesome. Awesome growing up in the eighties. Then golden. I was in college in the nineties when it was all the college rock and everything. You know, it's like yeah. I've hit all the times when you're supposed to hit the times. You know, yeah. and and it's like I've watched all of it, and now it's just like nowadays it's it's what phases people nowadays. You know, it's like I said, it it just like. Things used to mean shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, I mean, it's to simplify it to its most simplest form. It's like, I remember being a kid 
and you would watch a commercial would come on. This Sunday, Wizard of Oz, one night only on CBS, and you would lose your shit. Yeah. yeah. Mom, you dad, for it. Wizard of Oz is coming on this because you knew you had one shot. One shot that year, you was going to watch Wizard of Oz or you was going to miss it for a whole other year. Because yeah. not everybody had VCRs. That's, no, there was none. <laughs> what, what well, they had them in the 80s. But, yeah, but, but they not were, everybody They were $1,200. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I didn't see everybody with one until like 95 or something. Yeah, no, it used to be, because I, I remember when you could rent them, because mm-hmm. when video stores start popping popping up, then you could rent them they as well. They could cover that plastic suitcase. Like, yeah, because it was too expensive to own, so you had those little shitty ones, and, and you had to track it, and everything was all fucking squiggly. You had to rent it at yeah. time on Thursday yeah. or Wednesday, so you could oh, have yeah. it on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. that was a whole Video stores so much. Oh, I do too. I loved them. But yeah, a lot of stuff doesn't seem to fit. But that's we have nothing. At our disposal. You got everything. Every question you got. So much better. Anything now than it was. I don't know. I don't think so because I, I don't, don't think have... I don't think we put value on anything now. Yeah, and you don't have to work as hard to find music nothing. or. Yeah, there's nothing, man. It's like when a band came out with a new album or something, you know, you rushed out, you got that out. You went home, you opened it up. You yeah. were hoping it was a pullout with some lyrics and stuff, and you listened yeah. from start to finish, you know, and that's what you had, you know. And it was like, and if somebody else came out, then you had to wait, you know, you would hear things were coming, but it was like everything you had to wait, you had to earn it. Yeah. You know, and now it's really, you don't have to earn anything you get anything and everything what's like that it's great and there's things that are better for it because you yeah. know you can just watch anything you want you can do anything you want but I also think it's just like you've gotten everything so easy that it's I think as a society as people it's just value what's valuable now you know because like I said we used to lose our shit because you know Christmas shows were coming on, you know, you know Charlie Brown Christmas was coming on. Oh, that no, right I, yeah, it'd be the same yeah. special for like decades, yeah. but you'd still watch it every year because you only had one fucking shot. Yeah, and you were so excited, you know, Saturday morning cartoons getting up. There was your cartoons, you know, those were one you got up Saturday morning. I get like having to value stuff, but the fact that I have like any song or any movie oh, yeah. or TV show at my fingertips, and like plus like. As being in a band and like doing the podcast, right. it's so much easier now than when I was in a band in like '97, <laughs> like yeah. trying to promote stuff. Oh, just recording. Oh yeah, oh, recording's a lot. Now yeah. that's what I'm saying. Just fact that I mean, us in this room, us idiots can record something and have it on Spotify and right. have it on all and just blah, just vomit it to the masses. Not that anybody cares, but we can. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? And it's automatically and copyrighted. Right. Because the evidence is there yeah. that it's yours. Back in the day, you literally had to wait to copyright it. Just, I mean, you didn't have to, but it helped. I was thinking where you mailed it to yourself. And right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you had to do all that stuff. But I mean, yeah, I mean, of course there's parts, there's good and bad, you know, but I just feel like it's like when tragedies happen, like you said, school shootings and things like that. It's, I mean... Well, we went through a time, I think, like, in the late 90s where not much happened until Columbine. Right. 
And like between the Oklahoma City bombing and Columbine, I mean, there were yeah. a couple little things, but not a lot happened. We were at a surplus monetarily, yeah. like we were kind of like at the peak. Well, see, so now, once bad things started happening, yeah. like it shocked everybody, but then it just started happening so see, I, much. I just that, think, well, that's the thing. And the scale of violence. See, I think it always worse. happened. It always happened. You just didn't know. Right. Right. Your thing was your neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Neighborhood maybe the I mean, yeah, my man. kids and stuff. I mean, now kids are scared to death. Of course they're fucking scared to death, dude. Because the world is huge now. The world is the world. But it's also super connected. Right. But it's like, now. I mean, anything that happens now, if they want to make a big deal, they can make a big deal out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like, I mean, just, example, you know, George Floyd. Yeah. George yeah. Floyd happens 15 years ago. Nobody knows George Floyd. Nobody knows any of this happened. Nobody. Yeah. There's no riots. There's no nothing. There's no nothing that's it's got you know school shit. Yeah, it was some rare guys, when something yeah. like that happened. Yeah, it's not going to be a national news. news story about somebody doing stuff. Now it's like everything that happens anywhere, anytime. It's like you'll see it. You're watching videos of it. It becomes viral. It's in there. It's like it happened in your backyard, but it's in Rhode Island or it's in Texas. It's people you'll never meet and people you never knew, but now it feels personal and you feel like it's happening in your backyard, but it's like, yeah, all these people are getting murdered and all these people are getting shot and all this shit's happening. But it's like, it was always happening. It's just you didn't care or know about it because the only people you worried about was your little square 10-mile radius that you lived in, you know, yeah. and that's all you heard. But it, the world wasn't as scary then because that's all you knew. Right. Now it's like with kids growing up and shit. I look at it's like it doesn't bother me because I'm old enough to where I grew up when you, you know it wasn't like, like that. Yeah. But now it's like, dude, if you're a kid growing up now, it's like, oh, the sun's killing you, COVID's killing you, the cops are killing you, somebody's killing you. You you got no hope. You can't get a job. Economy's fucked. You're the you know. It's like. Well, no wonder, dude. No, I'd be fucking depressed, too. I'd be fucking just laying around saying, why the fuck is this happening to me? But it's like... And it's hard to get some kind of stimulation off of music or something, unless you really try. You gotta try for it, you know? You gotta make things Yeah, you gotta find purpose in, you know, in everything. You just gotta figure it out because, I mean, I got, you know, kids in their 20s. And, and it's like, and I'm still, you know, we get into arguments all the time and stuff because they'll get stressed out over all this shit. And, I'm, and I try to tell them, I'm like, look, I've been through a lot of presidents. I've been through a lot of bullshit. Every election is always the most important election since the last election. Right. It's all the same old arguments. They've been, but you know, it's the, the same old bullshit. Country. Oh, it's the yeah. same old bullshit. There's always going to be wars. There's always going to be rumors of wars. There's always going to be all the shit. They're always going to happen. It's... It, Economy is going to come and go. It all goes in cycles. Riots, social riots will come and all go. Happen. I mean, we yeah. had the '60s, we had the what, the '40s, had the whole right. women's thing in the early 1900s. Oh yeah, and this that's always cycled every couple it, decades, always. just in different ways, and you know, yeah. That was it. And that's like, you know, the hippie generation was just, you know, it was just like, hey, we're going to change the way we do things. You know, then they did it. Then drugs, drug culture, fucked that up and ruined that you know which is a good thought but then it's like come on you know <laughs> it wasn't yeah. gonna stick long term you know but then but then it's like and that's what happens everybody jumps on their thing you know there used to be 
you know, there for a while, what was it? It was, you know, with the Bernie Sanders and the communist thing, you know, and everything. And now he's, you know, he's being shuffled off. And it, there'll be something yeah. else that'll come through. And, you know, but I just tried that. It's like, just relax, man. Take care of you and yours. All this bullshit's going to happen. It always happens. It's just... You can't let the news bum you out. It's one no. thing. you got to keep up with things. But, yeah, it's easy. The way news is set up now, too... It's more of an entertainment type deal, so and it's meant to suck you in mm-hmm. uh, more than it was. It used to just be like, oh, I'm Tom Brokaw. Yeah. And even Tom sure. Brokaw had to change it up later on and yeah. be like, I'm sexy Tom Brokaw. Here's your <laughs> sexy news. And you With now the MTV like, generation. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what, yeah. Like, yeah news yeah. has become MTV. MTV's become like uh, yeah. whatever it is now. Uh, but yeah, it's like, so now not only do you have the news, but everybody's got a certain news channel they follow and they argue. Yeah, over and there's that. your vacuum. And That's what everybody gets into. You get in, and you get on your Facebooks and you get your buddies that are liking because you're putting this political thing up and then they're liking it and they're like, oh, oh, oh. And then everybody starts thinking, oh, well, everybody feels this way. And then when you bump into somebody that doesn't feel that way, you're like, the fuck, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that's, then everybody turns into a Nazi or a communist or something, you know. And then the name starts getting thrown around and all the shit. It's just like, dude, there can be nuance, you know. There could be. Yeah, not everything is just black yeah, and white. There's nothing a lot is. Of gray in there. <laughs> what I found, yeah. there's no black and white. It's all nuance. It's all, you know. Uh, like every election year, people want to cut off their friends on Facebook. Oh, it's horrible. It's, yeah. No, yeah. it's horrible. I used to, because, you know, Trump. Trump caused me a lot of grief. Now, I'm not a Trump fan. Never have been a Trump fan. I didn't vote for Trump. But I thought it was hilarious. I thought oh, the Trump was hilarious. Oh, That's what I'm saying. I thought it was hilarious. And I hated off. Hillary, and I hated him, and I, you know, I, I hated all of them. That's the one election I stayed out of. Yeah, yeah but that was, I trolled people with Trump just for the fun of it. You know, yeah. just to fuck with, <laughs> with people that were my friends. And friends I've had for, since I was a kid, you know. And, and I'm just thinking we're fucking around like, you always do. You know, to me, it's just like, oh, UK, U of L or something. You know, it's just, who cares? You know, it's yeah. just some dumb shit. And so I would, I'd throw up a little Trump shit, you know. Just that, to fuck Just to combat money. whatever they was saying, you know, and all this. And because and, that's just what we always did. But then I learned, you know, I'm like, I'm seeing friends of mine that, like I said, I've had forever that are, you know, unfriending me on Facebook. Oh, damn. And yeah. shit like that. Or they would write something. Or write me, you know, a little messenger, you know, thing or something. What's wrong with you? Blah, blah, blah. And I'll write me this whole big old thing, you know, preaching to me and stuff. And it's like part of me was like, you know, wow, you know, I'd feel bad. And I'd be like, hey, I'm just trolling you, you know. And then another part of me would just get pissed. Like, fuck you. (laughs) If I felt this way, I could feel this fucking way. Who are you to fucking tell me? You know what I mean? It's like, no, no, you don't get to just fucking rant on me over something this stupid. Like, you don't know me well enough after all this time to know either. That it's just a joke. Or, or, uh, you know, I'm not a horrible person. You know I'm not a Nazi. You know I'm not these things. So it's like, give me the benefit of the doubt that maybe, you know, this is what, but or no. If something really hurts you, you know, like, let me know, but no, yeah. I wasn't trying to hurt you. Right. Yeah. Come here and say, wow, dude, are you, or just ask. 
are you really, are you really, you know, do you really feel that way? Or do you really, are you voting for Trump or whatever? You know, just hit me up. But no, this, the whole die trap thing where everybody's preaching and, and just scolding each other and all this shit. I'm like, all right, fuck you. That's all it took. Go. It. it was. No, like it was people crazy. are afraid of getting fired from their jobs yeah. because they have open accounts that, uh, you know, it's just the fact that you could be no. monitored. I think people are really afraid of, no, saying I, something, even joking around, right. because of, that's what it was for me. It just turned so insane. I couldn't even believe. It. I mean, I got a "Make America Great" hat. Mm. I bought one because I was like, "This is if this ain't a fucking thing of history, I don't know what the fuck it is. This is just something insane that's going on right now." And I thought it would die down. I really did think it would just die down. And I bought the thing and I stuck it up on my, I got this whole shelf with my Batman novels and everything, you know, all my just knickknacks that are my shit. And I stuck that hat up there just cause, you know, it's just memories from everything, yeah, you know, yeah. my whole life. And I was like, yeah, this is a part of time I'm not going to forget, you know, this is crazy shit. And my kids would come over and they would, I mean, get like upset that I had this hat. And to me... That's so fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm like, it's a hat. I don't even if you hate Trump or whatever, and I know you say it represents this or this, that, and that, but it's still it's a fucking hat. Yeah. You're losing your shit on this. Why are you losing your shit? Don't vote for him. Don't vote yeah. for, for anybody you don't want to vote for. Either, you know, but and don't believe any politics you don't want to believe in, or you know, do your due diligence and find out where you go on any issue but the fact that this all it took was this red hat for people to just lose their shit and I mean, now almost any red hat can make people oh yeah that's what i'm saying I'll red hats have just been out <laughs> exactly yeah you gotta be careful if they don't see it from the front they're gonna smack you in the back of the head you know yeah you walk, and it was just oh it was just so insane to me that, that it's like I said, I never was a Trump fan. I think he's a complete idiot. But the fact that as people could just lose their shit like that, just lose all hey. composure over this stupid hat because this dumbass reality TV show guy ran for president. And it's like, it, it was just mind boggling. It's like they're losing themselves over yeah. it. It's Yeah, pick us. Everybody had to dig in. Yeah. It, you was you were either with us or against us. You know, you were either the Nazis or the socialists. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, and it was just like, and none of it was right. It's like, yeah, you had those people, but I just feel like it's like eighty percent of the country is just going along to get along, right? Just trying to take care of their shit, and it's like they may vote one way or stuff, but but it's like it's I just. You know, it was just crazy to me. But you get, yeah, then you get the extremes on both sides that somehow always end up being the face of oh, both yeah. sides. No, it's all and it's always like the nut jobs that make up ten percent right. of each side too, and they for some reason yeah. get to speak for well, that's one thing the rest push. of us that yeah. want to get along, right. whether we're Republican yeah. or Democrat. I mean, even in George. The second Bush, you know, like yeah. <laughs> there was a little more uh, hit Bush. No, but no. yeah, like, <laughs> you said nut job. <laughs> Wait, Donnie's keeping score over. Here. <laughs> you said nut job, and then you said second Bush. Okay, <laughs> second well, Bush, nut job. I did. 
funny. I Which mean, are both people great band names. Second, second Bush. Second Bush. Great. But people like even look back on them as just like get along better. And I remember there was a lot of like animosity yeah. even then, but no, it remember. seemed a lot more reasonable compared to like ever since two thousand four to sixteen that election. Yeah. Uh, no, it's like that's. It was like I remember that's that that was the first time. Where it felt like okay, there might be voter fraud because that was all wrapped up in Florida. Remember that was the hanging oh, chat. The that one with the, the uh, are you talking Bush. about Bush, Bush, and, uh, Bush. Yeah, Clinton, uh, or Gore Bush? Yeah, Gore Bush. Yeah. yeah, is that the one he was talking about? Uh, oh yeah, I, I think that was the first that time. One. That was the first voter fraud thing. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That was the first time when people were actually feeling like okay, you know, this is fucked up. There was a side, a side that felt like this was getting robbed from them. Well, yeah, because it took one day for 49 states to get their votes together and two weeks for Florida. Right. And then now it takes God knows how long to even get an election counted. Well, see, and that's that's the thing, uh, which for me, you know, was ridiculous, the whole COVID thing with the election. Because I have a problem with that. Because it seemed funny to me. Because I remember when you vote, okay, I remember voting. I'd have, there was like, five voting places within 10 miles of my house. Every little elementary school or church or, you know, whatever it is. You know, had that. So you got COVID. So they're like, okay. And then everybody's talking about, all right, what are we going to do with COVID? What are we going to do with voting and COVID? Then there's like, okay, we'll do the mail-in thing and all that stuff. Great. You know, fine. I get it. So they started doing that. Well, then what are we going to do for voting centers? It's like, okay, well, we're just going to open one. Yeah. So yeah. what it is? So for the first time in my life, oh, was that the Yum Center? I waited. Yeah. Yeah. You had the Yum Center. I went to uh, a hotel that was on uh, Hurstbourne Lane by the Walmart, where the Walmart was. Oh, yeah. they have like That's a firing hall down the That's south saying, end. Or you had to look. Maybe. Yeah, there was like four places in in lines. Yeah, everywhere, yeah. and it's like, okay, I thought we were worried about COVID. So why would you shut down all of them? Yeah. You could just walk in, vote, and walk out, and not even see anybody, or easily space. And now you shut all those down, and now you've got like four places to vote for everybody. Yeah. And now everybody's in line, and everybody's just sitting there. To, and that was, all in one place. Yeah. But I was like, where's the logic in that bullshit? Yelp uh, Center. Yeah. Uh, but that's that why nice. I, I was like, where? How does this make fucking sense, dude? So you're just now you're saying. Let's group as many people as we can together to vote because of this COVID thing. Yeah, and it, it didn't <laughs> it make no sense, sense at and, all. Uh, I bet that's a reminder the, for you uh, on the show. Like, the same thing kind of yeah. happened with the riots, not to get oh, deep yeah. into that, but, yeah. like... Uh, oh, yeah. You know, there no, was yeah. a lot of the... Forget the COVID. Yeah, forget the COVID. But then, right after the riot, a lot of the same people were like, put your fucking mask on. See, that's the thing. Now, people that want to ride or people that want to protest or whatever, right? If they want to, if you're out there and you and you don't give a fuck and you want to protest or whatever. Yeah, right, I mean, fine. yeah. But when you have politicians and government agencies saying, no, it's safe. Oh, just as long as because you Because they're this. protesting or right. You know, now this is safe. They'd have a horse in the race. And then it's like, okay, but like you said, but yet, you know, if I don't, 
do this, then I can't even go to work. Or my kid's got to go to school with this thing on all day long, even though he's, you know, six years old. But yet, you know, if I took him down, you know, to march all day long, he can go shoulder to shoulder with people all fucking day and scream, you know, whatever he wants to do, nobody cares. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's just so stupid. And well, I think the fact that COVID would get you after 10 p.m. or something. Yeah, exactly. The bars yeah. and the strip clubs, you know. Or yeah. you can go to Walmart, but you can't go to mom and pa stores. Right. You know, you can go to all the franchises and you can, you know, you can go into them and shop, but you can't go anywhere that, you know, a restaurant that you've been going to for 20 years, but, you, you know. Yeah, right. yeah all those, like, uh, yeah, bailouts for restaurants went to big chains. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All no. the mom and pop restaurants, I mean, they were already going under, but, I mean, COVID just uh, accelerated. I ever, man. Yeah. I hate it. Uh but, yeah, it feels like that was a big experiment. I mean, I'm not saying the disease ain't real. No. Because I know plenty of people that have had it, but uh, I think they... I have a feeling they knew a little more about what oh, they, they could do with God it. damn, they knew it. I'm, I'm just like... I mean, well, the fact they had us thinking that it's going to be on the surface. Yeah. And, I mean, I did the thing. Like, I put I on understand. gloves and, like... Right. I mean, it was scary. Yeah. Because we was, didn't know. When it happened, and I, and I don't think they all knew when it when it starts, of course. You know, you got Fouch and you got all the dumbass out there, and they're telling, you know, okay, well, they're only going by what they know from former viruses. They just got to right. treat it like that to start out with until they find out what's what's going on. So it's like, yeah, okay, this is, we don't know for sure, but just in case, this is probably something cool to do. So they tell you what to do. And it's like, okay, yeah, I'll do it for a while. Yeah. But then, you know, but then there, there was a, a point to where everybody's kind of catching on. It's like, okay, yeah, grandpa died. So-and-so's grandpa's uncle died. His dad died, but he was 380 pounds. Like this 19-year-old Johnny that plays for the basketball team in high school, you know, like college, he got it and it lasted two days. Right. I got you know you can kind of figure it out. It's like okay, it if you're young and healthy, you're probably gonna be fine. If you're yeah. old or you got pre-existing things, if you got asthma or you're really overweight or you're old or whatever, you know, it's like no, you probably should take more precautions. You know, let's say you know it was like it kind of early on became kind of obvious. It was like okay, well this is you know this is bad, but we could. You know, it, there seems to be a method here. There seems to be some logic. And yeah, now, we had our, like, former social groups that made sure yeah. to be careful around grandpa and right. grandma. Right. That was saying, yeah, yeah, you just stayed away from grandma and grandpa. But you, and that was, I hate to get on all my rants, but. No. <laughs> sorry. But, but, yeah, after a point, it did seem like, okay, what are we doing here? Well, see, here's the thing with me. I, 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 I'm a delivery driver. Okay? Right. And I go to hospitals. I do scrubs and I do linen stuff for hospitals as part of my job. Okay. So I was one of those essentials. Right. Okay. So I worked every day during COVID that I was supposed to work. Didn't miss one day because of anything. Right. Uh, so we're all deemed essential and we're, oh, we're so part, you know, we're, you're so valuable. Thank God, you know, for you guys that are essential and we appreciate you. But now that it's all over and you look back on it, it's like, okay, my wife's a nurse. I'm a delivery driver that goes to hospitals. We were both essential. We both worked every day. Yeah. Lots of families did. Some some people were, you know, didn't have to work at all through it, you know, and that's fine. And I don't look at them jealous or anything else. But my point is, 
if it was what they said it was at the start, me or my wife or both would be dead. Right. Because we were both in contact with people the whole time, dealing with it. She's dealing with patients. I'm moving scrub. I'm in and out of hospitals doing soul scrubs. I'm wearing all this stuff. You know, we're both having contact with it all the time. And if it, and we both got it. Right. But if it was, and it's like, you knew, if you knew that this was as bad as it was, you know, or as what you said it was. Right. What you was we trying to make people believe. Yeah. Like I said, you're scaring the people that are still at home because they're saying, don't leave the fucking house or you're an asshole. You're killing grandma. Right. Well, what about me? I don't want to leave the house, but I have to because I'm essential. So it's like, now I'm not killing grandma. Why ain't I killing grandma? Why am I leaving the house? Because, uh, you know, why did my grandma count? I had to go out every day and do my job. You had baggers at fucking, you know, Kroger coming in, having to work so that people could buy essentials and steal toilet paper, you know, and all that shit. But you had all that. But it's just like, there was definitely a hierarchy of like, okay, for you that don't have to come into work, we're going to scare the fuck out of you. And then we're going to downplay it to these essential oh, workers yeah. that can, because we need them to work. Right. Because we've decided. So That's... it was definitely a division of, you're doing God's work, God bless you. We're going to have a little commercials where we're going to, you know, put a little heart. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, we're going to, we're going to do all this shit for you because you feel so special, even though we didn't make a dime more or anything else, you know, but this, that's, that's the people that got to stay home, it's like I said, I don't, it's nothing against people that got to stay home, but it was just the fact there was a definite, we're guilted into working and you're yeah. guilted into staying home. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I stayed home, like, the first uh, five, six months because uh, my job was closed anyway. Yeah. Uh, but after a while, of course, it took that whole five, six months to get the money that they were promising. Mm-hmm. And I had to wait till Frankfurt people came up here mm-hmm. to actually make it happen because I couldn't get through. But... I had to start working again. Like yeah, I could have reapplied, but I couldn't right. stay at home anymore. This shit was driving me nuts. And you know, Danny yeah. and I would like go walking, right. you know, just to clear our heads. See, and that was the thing with me because I'm like, okay, I have to work because you tell me I have to work. Yeah. So I'm doing my job. But now that I'm doing my job and I've come in contact with all these things and I'm in contact with them, I can't go nowhere and get nothing to eat. I can't get any reward for what I'm working. Oh yeah, that was I have the no, worst. I have no, you know, I'm coming home after a long day, and there's nowhere to go and there's nothing to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the best you could possibly do is maybe go through a drive-through and pick something yeah. up to go. So, and most of them were closed. They were they're horrible? Remember, because then only people they kept with was the schmoes were the only ones that would show up. You know? Yeah. You have, you have the, well, the one guy back there at the Burger King that didn't want to be there. <laughs> yeah. Know? It's like. And a lot of people would just stop showing up anyway. They. Yeah, they and why not? I mean, fuck. If I were at Burger King, I wouldn't win in either. <laughs> but then I, mean, I saw those long distance. You can't drive through those. You yeah, you can't. Yeah, but no. Think about the long, long uh, trip uh, truck drivers, the ones that are on the road for days oh, yeah. at a time. I mean, those guys can't even go through a drive through. Right. Remember, they did it in Canada. Remember, they fucking the yeah the big the 
big rig drivers that were just trying to fucking do it. And they're like, I'm in a truck by myself. I'm trying to do my job. And they're like, nope, can't yeah, do that. And then they, they went after bank accounts. They went after everything fucking shut you down. It's like, yeah, that was hey. brief. And like, we had already had the vaccines by yeah. then. And there was something, I think that was a Democratic oh, fight. dumb shit. Yeah, that was totally like, that was a just a political move. I don't oh, yeah. even know what the motivation was behind shutting their shit down to keep them from protesting. Yeah. Have not just control. I mean, it's like what you want to stop commerce. Yeah. Like when Jimmy Hoffa was alive, Robert Kennedy wanted him in, wanted him in prison because he feared that he would one day just tell all the truck drivers to stop and it would halt America. Well, that's basically what Canada did. That was, they halted all the truck drivers well, and they didn't do themselves that That's what the government. All of I think it was just I was really surprised. I was surprised with America to be honest with you. Because I said, when it started, I was like, okay, we'll, and I truly felt this way. I was like, we'll, we'll live with this for about three months. Yeah. And then we'll be like, all right, fuck you. You know, I'm like, we're America. We're the cowboy spirit. We're the punk rockers. We're, you know, we're the rebels uh, in, in the world. You know, we're not going to be fucking scared into standing in our houses and doing all this dumb shit. I give it about three months and we're going to be like, fuck you. I'm going to do what I want. It's like nope. <laughs> we, we fucking they found out. Yeah. <laughs> we we fell in line and we fucking did exactly what they told us to do. And everybody bought it and it was just like but it's it's the same thing, like the vaccine thing, because the vaccine thing was the dumbest shit. Cause our cause if you think back, it was like, okay, the vaccine was pushed by Trump, which everybody had Trump. Biden and everybody when the vaccine rolled out, they were like, "Well, when it was coming, and Trump was yeah, saying Trump it's was coming, like saying it he was, was saying, here it comes, here it comes, here it comes.' And by all of them were saying, "Well, you know, when it comes out, it's the Trump vaccine, and I'd be very cautious about me taking it and all this shit." Then as soon as Biden gets elected, Get the, the vaccine, vaccine goes in. Yeah, and then Biden's all like, "Take my vaccine! Everybody needs to take it. You can't even go back to fucking work if you don't take my vaccine." You know, like, shit. is there another? One out now. Yeah. Uh, well, there's an AstraZeneca, but no, go with the Moderna yeah, and the the, the other one too. Oh, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. And it's so much bullshit. Cause uh, yeah, they jumped on it, and then it was all about that. It was like, okay, but you ran on how the vaccine was probably bullshit because it was Trump's vaccine. Now you're all pushing the vaccine, and nobody knows what the fuck this thing's doing or what it's going to do. And they t- told us. You know, now it's all come out, but, you know, they told us then. It was like the miracle drug. It was like, oh, yeah, you could be in the room with 25 COVID patients. You'd be fine as long as you got the vaccine. You're fine. And then they're like, you need one every four, oh, six yeah. months now. And-, and just kept doing it. And then, yeah, then you found out all the money and everything else, all the bullshit that went along with it. And now they're still trying to push it. And now everybody's like, fuck you. Uh, I got three and, and that's it. I'm not getting any more. No, I got the first two when they... Because then it was like, okay, well. Yeah, yeah I got him. Yeah. I'm good. I'm You're supposed good. To, I mean, it was like, yeah, you almost felt like being a dumbass not to because it's like, well, I mean, you know, I wasn't worried about it killing me, but then I was like, well, you know, I don't I don't want to spread it to people, but if this is right. what they say it is, yeah, I'll fucking get it. It's worth it. But then after that, it was like, then everybody got it anyway. And then they're making excuses. Why is, why is everybody with the vaccine still getting COVID? <laughs> like, right. Well, you know, it's this type it of COVID. It stop it. It'll just keep yeah, killing it just you. It's like, well, you just told us it would keep us right. from getting it. 
and it rampaged through everyone. Everybody got it, just like they said. The smart MIT people at the very start said, "Now those motherfuckers gonna go through society. It's just gonna go through." Yeah, I mean, by the time it hit the United That's States, it. it is already. They were saying, "Well, it's not a pandemic yet." It's like, yeah, it is. It's already on like three or four, four continents already. Yeah, when it no, hit us. I'm a bit of a pessimist. When it hit and they said, oh, we'll uh, be over it in like two weeks, I didn't. I was like, dang, it'll be yeah. in two weeks. Now, uh, I thought maybe a year, but yeah, I didn't expect two, three years. Well, I thought that. I, I didn't. I well, just, two years, really. I was on the, this is a fucked up flu. Yeah, I didn't think it was gonna kill like it did or any of that. I was I was in the camp where it was like, okay, yeah, if you're uh, even then, I was like, yeah, if you're uh, this is a bad flu. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be like the Spanish flu kind of thing, like a hundred years earlier. That's right. But we had something. (laughs) No Spain's in Europe, and they're white. It's perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. All the all the raping happened way before that. Yeah, sorry. So (laughs) it's. uh, Were you all playing during COVID? Oh, wait, or? music, no. Uh, I tried. No, but I mean, like, the basements were around before COVID, right? Or no? No, the basement, no, I was in Deacons of Doom during COVID. That was my okay. band during there. And it's funny because uh, bringing up, uh, we had a show the weekend that it hit, the shit hit, you know, oh. everybody got scared. We had a show, and it was with uh, God Awfuls. Stitch and I've, I think it was Push Start and so oh, else. Okay. Oh. It was it was good show, you know. I've been waiting for the show and it hit and uh, I was like, it's fine. It's a you know it's a virus. It could, you know they're doing all the shit. Oh, was it that last Stitch, week? Last it was that weekend, weekend when people when they started telling everybody, no, you're gonna shut down and don't go outside. It was when oh, it was, was the set. weekend. Dad, it was the weekend when everybody was panicking and everybody was still in toilet paper and everything was kind of like you should not leave the house. Right. <laughs> And we're like, are we playing? And and Stitch was like, are we playing? And I'm like, I'll fucking show. I don't care, you know. And all this. And then Push Start pulled out. And then uh, some of the guys in my band was like, you know, no, I'm not going out. You know, I'm not doing this. And I remember Stitch came on and Stitch was he's listening. <laughs> but, uh, I remember he he sent like you know the big group message you know you do with the band. He sent it. He goes. Come on, man. I mean, we are fucking punk rock. I think it's kind of pussy. I mean, he did this little thing where he <laughs> called everybody out for being pussies that didn't want to play. You know, that's always hilarious because at the time I wouldn't worry about it. I was like, I'll oh, fuck. Let's just go Bear Devils and we'll drink. You know, we don't have to. Like one more weekend, they <laughs> kill us. Yeah, that's how I looked at it. But, but no, I remember we tried a couple times and we played a couple of shows here and there kind of places, but. I remember Tiger Sex came through. I remember when that happened. Wasn't it like outdoors and free or something? No, it was was at Air Devils ended up free. But, I mean, she just wanted a shot, you know, and uh, she found Christy and called her, you know, and just booked it. And I went, and it was probably like 20 people. And it was funny, though, because it was like I went, and there's like 20 people probably there. And and everybody's coming in with their mask. Because nobody knew what the fuck you you could do. Right. Yeah. Didn't know if you had to wear a mask or not wear it. You know, it was during that little transition where nobody knew where you was going to get away with it. Yeah, where people were go? starting to go out again. It was yeah, like, people what, kind of, Well, the people who was just like kind of, I, which like me, I was just like, okay, I've had enough. And it's like, not that I don't believe in it or anything else. It's just, I felt like. You got to live. I felt like I'm going to get it. Yeah. That's, that was always my thing. I'm going to get it. 
Right. It's either going to kill me or it ain't going to kill me. But I have no faith whatsoever that I will not get this thing at some point in my life. Right. So at this point, I'm like, I'm not going to sit around and wait for it to kill me while I'm sitting in my home with my mask on, you know, <laughs> waiting for the all clear sirens from the government. I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to live. If I get it, I get it. Hopefully it won't kill me. But, you know, I don't think it will. But who cares? I was just over it. And so we go to the show and, and, you know, when I'm sitting there and there's, but it was funny because everybody that walked in the area that was had the mask on, everybody. Then he walked in and then it was slowly like, well, he don't have his mask on. He don't have, and then it was like, yeah, and then all of a sudden it started, those masks started just getting tucked in pockets, you know? (laughs) And then by the time they started playing, nobody gave a fuck, you know, and it was a great show, of course. The Tiger Tech was amazing, but. Yeah, I went to a funeral very <laughs> beginning of 2021, and that's how bad it was. Like, that's how bad people needed social time. But a friend of ours, or not, I wasn't friends with him anymore, but he passed away. And I went to the funeral, and there were some people I knew there, and we ended up going to Flanagan's. Mm-hmm. This is the first weekend of January 2021, so it ain't even been a year yet. I think the vaccines hadn't even come out yet quite. But, yeah, we kind of went from all wearing masks, and towards the end of the night, you know, like, I, I don't know, I made out with this chick I hadn't seen in 20 <laughs> years. And yeah, it's worth it for that. They're all over, you know, everybody's drinking, yeah. nobody's got their mask on. Hugs all around, and then, you know, of course, like, the next day, I thought I might have caught something, but I think it was just all psychosomatic. No, and there was a lot of that. I remember early on, I was watching something. It was one of the news programs, something they were talking about, and they had this this guy from, um, oh, shit, what's the big medical, like, the big... Oh. WHO? No, not the world. The CDC? No. Anyway, he was... Like if you go, if you like the rich people go to get surgeries and oh, Mayo oh, Clinic, Mayo Mayo Clinic, Clinic up yeah. in Rochester, right. Michigan. So this this guy's coming out and he's like this special guy from the Mayo Clinic. Okay? Yeah. So they're talking to this guy and this is early on. This is when they're still trying to decide what the fuck to do with all this shit. And I remember they're talking to him and uh, and it was before really the mask thing had kicked in to where they was kind of on the fence whether he had to wear it. And it was when Fauci said, you know, oh, you don't need a mask and it don't fit or blah, blah, blah. And then he switched, right? Well, then they asked the Mayo Clinic guy. And he said, and he basically said, he goes, it's unrealistic to fool with masks right now. He goes, because unless you're wearing his M95 thing, you know, which nobody knew what the fuck it was back back then. But he was like, unless you're wearing a sealed mask that fits your, that's fit for your face. He said, it's not going to do any good. He goes, so hospital mask or anything? He goes, put it this way. He goes, if I take a cigarette and I blow smoke into your face, if you smell that smoke, you're still getting COVID. Yeah. That's what, and he said that early on. That was for, you know, they was banning people on the internet for saying shit like that or anything else. He said it, you know, maybe, and it was just matter of fact. He was just like, you know, it was just like, look, here's here's the skinny. If you could smell through your mask. A virus. A virus is going through. Smoke, a cigarette I'm smoke. spreading everything. Yeah, cigarette smoke is not as dense as the virus. You know what I'm saying? So more virus. So even go, you know, the virus is smaller than cigarette smoke. So if you smell in cigarette smoke, the virus is definitely getting through. There's no, you know, there's no yeah. ifs, ands, or buts about it. I and he said that. Ass. And that's when I was like, you know, 
that made perfect sense. I was like, okay, yeah, you breathe it. You know, that's what you do. You suck it in, you breathe it. It's in the atmosphere, it's in the air. All these little fucking paper masks, all this bullshit we're wearing, it didn't fit and it's half hanging off. And you off. can't breathe through those little stuff. paper masks anyway. Yeah. yeah. It gave, and it's just like, no. And that's why I was like, you know, all right, this is bullshit. And I thought then, I was like, nobody's going to buy this mass shit. And then, just, and I don't think anybody did. I think it just became everybody's security blanket. I think everybody just felt like they were doing something because you felt so helpless. I just I didn't want to take wasn't. a chance on getting somebody else sick. That's I was worried about getting my dad sick because yeah. he's, you know, he's like in his seventies now. So, but yeah, like that. But it, yeah, it did kind of just become something you carried kind with you if you needed to go in somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Everybody had their little designer cloth ones that you know after a while would stretch out, and it's like it's barely hanging on you. Like, yeah, you know, it's like no, it wouldn't. Now, they made this one kind of mask called Synovia, and these were like 60 bucks a piece, and they would last, uh, like, a good, like, uh, 120 uses or something. They'd last a while. Right. Uh, And it's expensive for a mask, but they were made, like, with these three different layers where you could breathe. Made to try to... Yeah, they had a filter system and all that stuff. They had a filter system, an uh, anti-viral thing. Oh, they were made in Israel. Right. Uh, I mean, they're like... The Jews know their shit. Yeah, they made their... uh, They ain't gonna stare you wrong. Oh, they... I had them... Like, I never got sick with the thing. And I was able to read through it. Yeah, I had one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Actually, yeah, my dad uh, got a couple, and he's like, here you go, here's one for you. And, like, while I had it, I didn't catch anything. Now, do I know for certain if it worked? Uh, I don't know. But it was easier to breathe through than all those cloth ones that... With the jewels on them or that people would do. No, I was a dumbass. I had one with like Michael Myers on it. And, you know, it was it just had like four or five oh, yeah. little different ones that people would buy. It became a present. People was just buying little dumb shit. You know, if you were you into could deck something. Them out and stuff. Yeah, if you were into something, you know, that it's like, oh, well, here, I bought this for you because I saw it. You know, it just became this little gift, this little <laughs> silly thing. And I don't think anybody really took it that serious, but it was just kind of like, eh, that's what we do now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it just kind of like faded out slowly. Yeah. No, it did. It became, because I remember, it was like, I decided one day, I remember I decided, I was like, all right, now nah, fuck it. I'm, I'm not going to be an asshole. I'm not going to walk in a place that says you have to have it and not wear it. Yeah. But if I don't have to wear it, I'm not wearing it. Yeah. And so that's where I went. And so I just stopped not wearing And it was like, you know, you would go through Walmart, and at first it was like an 80-20. You know, most people were wearing them, and then you'd see the, the outliers, you know. And you'd still get the looks, you know, and everything. What an asshole, you're not wearing it or whatever, you know. And then it became 50-50. Then it became, and it was like every week it just slowly became people didn't care, you know. Yeah. And uh, but and that's why I figured it. But it took us way too long. I just think it did it was just it was amazing to me that it took that long I just thought Americans aren't gonna put up with this shit we're gonna say fuck you for it and we never did yeah I mean basically had a lot of people had to wait for somebody to tell them yeah but I think yeah but I think a lot of people did what you did after a while it's like what yeah it just became ridiculous man it's so like, okay, we're and you still see them. But now it's turned the other way because now it's like, it's a weird thing because I see people still wearing them every now and then. And if you wear one now, people are like, what the fuck's wrong? That's with what you? I mean. You kind of look at them. It's like, 
I don't, it's, it's like using, it's like, I want to think it's because they got the flu or something. They're just trying to keep people safe. Right. I hope you're not still wearing it because you're just scared and you still think everybody out there is a fucking idiot and they're going to get COVID and die. You know, I hope that's not the life you're living. Not that I think you're an asshole or would wish any ill will on you. I just like, I hope you're not living that way because that's not a life to have. Well, my theory is, um, gentlemen that wear, uh, that still wear the mask or also wear rubbers during hand jobs. That's (laughs) Yeah. Well, I have to to last any time at all. (laughs) I mean, all you feel is the warmth, just a little warmth. Well, see, when you get in your 50s, it's all known. Yes, you can even get it up at all. After 40, it's like half numb. (laughs) Getting 85 percenters and... Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we we need because you have a show. So oh know. yeah, that's uh, I got a show tonight. <laughs> yeah, uh, we should start talking some basement stuff. Oh said, sure, because uh, we definitely want people to. Yeah, it, you guys will be on the uh, Partners in Pals playlist. My favorite song is yep, Finish it. Line. Yeah, thank and, you very much. Um, is that something about busting a nut? That song, actually, it's funny because every song Gary writes, our bass player, is about some chick. And and he's yeah. he's the most biggest horn dog on the planet. Oh, yeah, that one he sings, that's about Creeper. some nasty chick. Creeper. Okay. Yeah, that's, well, it's about some guy at his gym. He works at a gym. Oh, it's about okay. some guy at the gym that's always walking around naked in the in the locker room, and he's always trying to, like, watch the girls. He's this old guy and watches the girls work out and yeah. creeps everybody out in there. And that's why. <laughs> so, you a real guy? Yeah. No, oh, he's got, I got pictures of He said <laughs> it. I don't know. But anyway, every song he wrote was about, which he is, I mean, he's like the guy that's gotten, uh, uh, not prostitutes, but, uh, you know, the ones where they'll come to your hotel or whatever. Escorts. Escorts. Yeah. So he's done, es- yeah, he's done escorts, all this stuff. He, like I said, he's the horniest dog ever, and he that's writes awesome. all his songs about stuff. So when we started, I wrote one song for the basements, and I was like, well, it's got to be something sexual thing. So basically, yeah. Basically, all it is is getting a girl off. That's, that's what, what I the finish line is. Yeah, yeah, that's what. A, that's the whole busting a proverbial it. lady nut. Yeah, is all it's, it's, it's just yes. basically getting her off. That's the whole song. Doing the old. Yeah, that's it. That. Working it. Yeah. But, but nice. no, that's that's you know, there's a lot of that. But with the ba- the basements is great because we got it together, and I've been every band I've ever been in before has been like uh, the like the. You know the the page thing where you got the you got the singer and you got the guitar player. Guitar player writes the music. The singer writes the lyrics. Yeah. You know that's the way it's always been. Every band I've been in, dynamic wise, yeah. they write the music. I come up with the melodies and the lyric. You know I've written yeah. the song after that. And then bass came and like I said, my life is just hectic as fuck. And when I come in here, it's like everybody, the drummer, the bass player, the guitar player, everybody wanted song. Everybody had songs and they wanted to play these songs. So it's like for me, I was just like, "Fuck yeah, 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 do that, do that song, yeah, let's do that one," you know. Yeah. And so I literally, out of the band, I do absolutely nothing. That's awesome. I shake my ass on stage, and that's that's all I do. I wrote that one song, and that was that was the song that when we're trying to build a set, you know, and we're trying to just find a sound. Yeah. That's the song I presented to just try to get some songs you know in the books yeah and uh but that's the only song I've wrote 
is in, in you know, in the papers. And we've all wrote, you know, we they all write songs, and and I just do what I'm told, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I like it because I've been involved in bands where I had to do everything. Yeah, and, that's what I like about being in the response. I used to have to be daddy in all my bands. Oh yeah. But I got, we got we got pops over here, so yeah. it's a lot yeah, easier. Yeah, he's the taskmaster. Yeah, yeah. Trey Trey calls me Buddy Rich now. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trey handles all the. All oh the yeah, merch. Trey's a beast about it. he he likes to be hands on and all of it. I don't like to do shit. I like yeah. to just go out and talk to people. That's yeah. basically what I do. I'm uh, what, what, like, we all public relations. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like Zay, you know, we got a show tonight. Well, I mean, the guys, the guys aren't here. Yeah. Zay works up. Well, they're prop, they're there and they're setting shit up and they're doing all this stuff. You know, oh, I'm going to leave here. I'll that's go awesome. Home. You're the singer. I'll, I'll change into my little gear, you know, my little outfit and I show up and, you know, but that's, what, what, uh, that's we, it. We might have to edit this out, but what time do we get? Like, how long do you got? Because I don't want to keep you longer. Oh, than you no, you're fine. Here. I don't know what time it is. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, we're last. Yeah, uh, you're Plague last. Nine, Plague 9 goes on at 8.30, supposedly. But you know how that is. It'll probably be more like 9, depending yeah, on how many people but, there. But speaking of Plague 9, Plague Nine's fucking awesome. This first first show we've actually played with them, which is awesome for me because I'm, I'm a huge fan. Oh, oh they're amazing. I'm a I'll huge see. fan of Plague 9. I've gone and seen them by myself, just gone and seen them. They're yeah. amazing. I <laughs> I do. I've told them I'm, the creativity, which I, that's why I love. I love creative bands. I love bands that are just doing their own thing. You know, that are just you don't know what you're going to hear from them. You know? What I like about them is you can tell that they listen to a lot of music. Oh and yeah, all their different influences. They're just artists, and yeah, you know that's why I feel they're just art. That the newer album, which is like a techno, you know, it's got a lot of oh, keyboards yeah. in it. Bastard was, head. Yeah. yeah. It's like, dude, who fucking writes that? You yeah, know, that was, and I'm just like, insane. I'm like, good for you, man. Yeah, I'll fucking do your thing. Fucking be creative, be an artist. Yeah, you know? they're one of the many great bands we got going right oh, now. Oh, I wish I was 20 years younger, man. I've been eating this shit up. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. if, if I was young enough and didn't have the shit I had to where I was just running around and going to shows and doing everything, you know, that oh. I would like to do, you know, God, you know, I would really eat this time up. There's so many good bands I love. Oh, my God. Yeah, there is. You know, there have always been a lot of bands here, but it's just now getting to where, like, people are willing to play with each other again. Like, exactly. it, it was all, like, yeah, like, 20 years ago, there were still just as many bands. It's just it was all divided up. Well, see, that's what, in 2000, I was playing. I was playing Louisville in 2000, early 2000s. So yeah. With so the guitar we... player... So guitar player from the basements, Jeremy. Me and him had a band called Broken Bleed, and it was metal. Now I've never been a metal. Did y'all play like Tech World a lot? No, we played. Uh, what the fuck did we play? Uh, fuck, there was a place in Fairdale. That was Shockers. Awful. No, it was oh, fuck Frog or Bullfrog. Oh, oh Bullfrog Cafe. Bullfrog Cafe. Bullfrog Cafe. Yeah. Played that. We played Phoenix Hill a lot. Okay. Got to play Phoenix Hill. Never was able to play there. It was a Phoenix Hill was amazing. That was one of those bucket list things. Because, like I said, I wasn't a metal singer, but I couldn't find punk band. I couldn't find. Everybody was just metal. You know, it was everybody I knew and everybody I knew through knew. Everybody just played metal and right. all the bands were metal. And it's like if you was gonna do anything, you had to be in a metal band. 
And uh, yeah. they just called me and was like, hey, you want to be singer? And I was like, well, I'm not a metal guy. And they're like, that's all right. We don't have anybody to sing. And and I basically just kind of learned how to sing metal. And and, yeah. and we did it for about six years, probably. But that was the thing I wanted to do. I remember when we played Phoenix Hill, I was like, oh, this is cool playing Phoenix Hill. And that was like the old roof garden up there, which was beautiful. Oh, yeah. Know? And I was like, I want to be on that stage. I want to be on there. And if I do that, then I'll feel like I've done something, you know. So I got to do that like three or four times, you know, with the metal showcases and stuff. But So did you play in other punk bands before that or? I played like in college and things. Oh, it was like okay. back in the day, you know, we did, I did a lot of punk and it was, I did everything. It's, it's kind of like I did everything in reverse. Like the Basements is a 70s punk band. Yeah. Right. That's what we base all or not. And that's what uh, I got into punk. It was like, you know, it was the hardcore, you know, it was Minor Threat, Black Flag, and all, you know, yeah. Bad Brains and all that stuff. That's when I started listening to punk because at first, I mean, I was an 80s hair metal guy. I still am. Fuck yeah, dude. You know, I love 80s hair metal and, and all that. Who, who's your band? That's what, back then? Or yeah. <laughs> since yeah. Then? Well, I mean, Van Halen was the first one I found, of course. Yeah. Uh, which is everybody. They're too good to be hair but, metal. But no, yeah. no, that's what I'm saying. They were it's like Iggy originated punk, but they're not really punk. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Van Halen yeah. originated hair metal, but they're not really hair metal. Uh but like I loved Skid Row, I loved Sebastian Bach's voice. He was yes. just amazing. Yes. Uh a band I love now that I found later on is is Hanoi Rocks. Dude, it's just yeah, an amazing they're band. Good. Oh, they're Dude, just you so listen good. to Hanoi Rocks. There's a lot of punk influence. Yes, in Hanoi Rocks. Really they is. are a punk metal band, dude. Bulls of so Broken Dreams. He's, That's he's my so. I mean, I just think you know, I love them, and like, I think. You know, I that's the stuff I grew up. My brother worked in Camelot. He managed the Camelot out of Jefferson Mall. Oh, nice. I remember the one in yeah. the East End, but I remember Camelot Records. Yeah. They had everything. Oh, we managed it, and that's thing. And all the new bands would come in, and they put them in the front, and it was like nine dollars for a CD or something, and they put it out front. You know, and it was all the unheard band, and so I would just go in, and and he basically just give me. A couple of the new ones that come through, you know, is people that are, so it's like all these bands that weren't big yet or the ones that didn't get big, I had CDs or albums for, you know, yeah. and so that's all I did, you know, I listened to the shit ton of it, and then what's what's funny, every time, you know, then it got saturated, of course, yeah. so then every time something gets saturated, then you want to look for something new, you know. And, and it was like when, you know, Nirvana came out and all that. And Nirvana was, you know, punk for me because I was listening to heavy metal stuff. You know, and Nirvana was like, you know, Smells Like Teen Spirit came out. It was like, you yeah. know, blow your fucking mind, you know, when that song came out. And that was so huge. But then I liked it. But then I was like, okay, I like this. But the rest of it seems like it's going this folksy kind of way. I want to stay in this. Yeah. So I started going, you know, backwards. <laughs> so it's like then then it was like you know started listening to Misfits and started finding that stuff which Misfits is funny because everybody hates them. like I've so noticed it. you'd be like fuck Danzig like yeah. are you I do have to piss people oh okay. yeah I no, didn't know I'm not an anti well I was guy. like well the thing is I was yeah. like he's the only person I've ever heard who's just openly who will openly say that and I respect no, it I <laughs> love the Two Graves albums they are my favorite Misfits albums I love Fair enough. politics or whatever, anything. I know people hate Michael Graves and I don't care. I like Saturday I night. I didn't start awesome. liking it anyway, but that's what, but those were my first, see, I was seeing the little misfit thing. 
the right, and you wanted hit. to check him out. I was like, all right, who first. is this? I'm seeing people yeah. that that I thought were cool, and they got the little pats, or they got you know they're talking misfits. I'm like, all right, I got to do. But this. you never heard them on the so radio. Never heard so them. You had anything. to go buy. Something. No, I went and got Famous Monsters. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. And that's my first album of the Misfits, and I'm like, all oh, these guys fucking rock. It's like you know this is fucking amazing. So I totally dug that, and then I'm. Well, you kind of lucked out in a way because you're able to like oh, enjoy yeah. it. Oh yeah. Well, I went backwards. Like, yeah. So then I'm like, oh, they got a whole fucking catalog here. So then I started. So then I'm pulling out the old Misfits shit. I take it home, and it wasn't that Danzig sucks. It's just the recording sucks. The recordings yeah. are awful. So I'm going for Famous Monsters, which is great. And then I'm I'm listening to the old Danzig shit, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Especially like, like Legacy of Brutality. You know, it just was junk, you know. And I'm like, well, thank God they found these guys. You know, I didn't even know how many, because, you know, like I couldn't Google it or anything, you know, and find out the history of the... And you if know, you did, well, yeah. Like, <laughs> if you did, you'd be reading for a while. Yeah. You had to have some. You had to have a Snickers with you. Yeah. So I went. <laughs> I went down that way, and then I'm like, all right, well, that's cool and stuff. But I'm, you know, everybody else. And then I went backward, backward, started doing minor third black flag and everything. Then I got by, and then it starts the influences. Because after you get tired of it, then you start looking at their influences. Right. You know. So then I end up going back, you know, and it's like Stooges and Bowie and all these things. All these names I'm seeing in the interview. Yeah, just seeing the interviews. Well, then I hit it. Then, like you said, then I started hit, and then I was like, you know, uh, Dead Boys, Ramones, Television, all this shit, you know. And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. And that was my shit. That's when you find your shit. Right. You know, that's when I, it's like, I grew up on hair metal, but it's like hair metal, Loved everything in between. Just kind of find them away, finding different things, pulling out little fillers, you know. Then like the New York Dolls and all this shit. And I'm listening to this, and I'm like, that is everything I like that I grew up with, and it still rocks, and it's got edge and all this. And and then I'm starting to you know read things about them and stuff, and I'm like, no, this is this is me. These are the people I would have hung out with. You know, this is where I would have wanted to be. Right. You know, (laughs) so. So that was, you know, that's basically why the basements, you know, became, because now it's like, I see it. it's been so long, you know, nobody, you know, these bands are dying, you know, all the members are dying. Oh, and, yeah. And it's just, the music's going to die. A lot of the younger bands don't know a lot about the older no. bands, other than maybe the Ramones, the Misfits, right. Black Flag. Well, when we first started the basements, I mean, it was, it was going to be an all-cover band. Mm-hmm. I was just going to do 70s covers of punk songs. And it was just to put these songs out there. It was just like, if anybody liked The Basements, then it's like, okay, well, you would probably like this. Look up this band. Look up this band. Look at this this song. Because they're like, oh, I love that song. Well, this song is about whatever. You know, yeah. that was the whole point of it. To expose people. That was trying to expose people. And so we're playing, you know, we played one gig with the O lineup, and it was all covers. And, and then I just noted, you know, Nobody knows these songs. And it was just like, and people were just coming up saying it was great, but it, but it was hard because it was a hodgepodge of songs. So we didn't have a sound because we are doing all covers. Right. They right. sound different. And they all got their own little different flows and stuff, right. you know, but nobody knew we were doing covers because nobody knew the songs. And so yeah. it was like, oh, yeah. we weren't getting any kind of real reaction or anything, you know, and it was just kind of like, it felt like a loss thing, right? you know, it felt like kind of wasting our time, you know, and uh, got into it with the guitar player, blah, 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 moved on, and then 
we've got the lineup we've got now, and now it's like I said, now we just go for more of a, it's a 70s punk sound. We're not trying to, but, but it's just basic rock and roll is what it is. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's yeah. basically all it is. But, uh, it's but, great. You guys are great. Yeah. Wow, I appreciate that. A great, uh, a great party band. Now that y'all set the mood for a party all the time. Like when you all come out, it's party time. Oh, I appreciate that's the highest compliment you can give me because that's what people. I mean, uh, it's funny because I remember back in the day when we had bands, of course, you know, it's about where you played in line. You know, it's like you felt disrespected if you played first. You know, you had to play the headliner. You know, everyone would yeah. be headliner, blah, blah, blah. And it's like now, now I'm older and I love other bands we play with and I love to hear bands. So it's like now, if we're first, I'm excited. Yeah. I love it because I'm like, I get to pop the cherry. Yeah. Nobody yeah. knows why we're here. Nobody's heard his band. Nobody's heard, you know, except for the few people that you may bring or something right. to come out yeah. and see you. Nobody knows what, what's going to happen. So I get to get out there and just start it off. And nobody, and I'm set the stage. You know, yeah. there's no expectation. I'm not following somebody if you came here for a heavy brain or whatever. You know what I'm saying? There's a, for me to just be able to just start it off and just do it my way. Like, I love that. You guys are great at I it. Absolutely. Like, you guys are like great. When, I mean, I, I don't want you guys to always be the opening band, but you guys are such a good, like, let's party band. Like, no, and that's what I want. For the band. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I like too, because once I'm done, then I can just have fun and. I love playing I'm, first, but yeah. these guys are like, I nah, play. not all the time. I'd rather play second. Yeah, second's but, the spot. Well, yeah. But, like, there's also yeah. been times where, like, like you, people try to chump us into being, and you gotta, like, sometimes, you can't let people do that to yeah. you all the time, otherwise they'll start to go a little further. Oh. And that's, well, in see, my now. mind, those are the people that'll steal your mic when you're not. Like, <laughs> no, you know? Yeah. No, but that's what I it's mean, not really about where playing. It's just no. kind of like how people go about it. No, and I understand all that, and I get. It, but I mean, I'm I'm old enough now, and we're all older guys in the band, yeah. and it's just like it's just about. I mean, for me, just trying to play. If there's two people there, I don't care. I mean, for me, it's you know we played twenty first um, a couple weeks back. You know, mm-hmm. nobody there but the bands. But it was oh, FMK okay. and uh, Antimatter. Yeah. Antimatter and FMK. Wasn't that their first show or something? I think it was like their second. It was very early. Yeah. But got to know them. Got to hang out. And I love playing for other bands. Yeah. I love meeting these, you know, just meeting band people. Yeah. Those are the guys I enjoy talking to. And it's always those, you know, because we're all got that fucked up mentality. Yeah. We're all in the same shit, horror and bullshit, you know, and whatever we always it's just she always end up melding and stuff and those are the even after the shows those are the people I'm hanging out with and drinking with yeah, yeah it's like so, so yeah I don't care I don't care if anybody comes I don't care you know because I'm there to have a good time I love the guys I play with they're my friends so I love hanging out with them and 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 it's like that's just a party you know that's just that's what I'm there for is to have a good time oh. yeah so that's the, that was my phone, not yours. Oh, no. Uh, what? It's Amanda texting both of us. About what? I heard. She's your wife. <laughs> I know, but she's asking our opinion on her descendants where. Oh, descendants. Oh, it's the Hawaiian shirt. Oh, about that. I got an opinion on that. <laughs> Which I heard of the descendants. I wanted to go to that show. 
Yes. I have a problem, and this is this is me personally. Okay, I I can't see, and I think it's my age. Okay, I can't see bands I loved in their heyday old. <laughs> it drives me. It bugs me, and and I think and maybe I'm looking at my own mortality, or you know, makes me feel old or whatever. Yeah, it's like I, I do. It. I've gone and done it, you know. And it's like, every time I do it, it's like, oh. Yeah. I mean, it's great they're up here. And it's like, I almost want to go just to, you know, just to give them my money. Yeah. You know, so you're still appreciated kind of thing. But then it's always like, when I'm there, it's always like, oh. And it just reminds me, oh, yeah. 20 years ago. <laughs> you yeah, know, I know. It, it makes me sad. I think they, like, I think they avoided drugs and stuff, so. Oh, they look great. I've seen them on things. Yeah, they look great, and I'm sure they sound great. I'm also planning on going to see Bad Religion in Cincinnati in October. They're older now, but they're playing with Social D, so... See, that's what I saw the Stones. I thought they were pretty awesome. Well, they... Dude, the Stones have looked the same for 50 years. Mick Mick went from looking young to looking old, and then just stayed that way. Yeah. It's like when he was 30, he looked like he was 60, and then he just stayed. Yeah, you know, he looks like a younger old man. <laughs> yeah. That's, you know, it's I'm Errol sorry, Smith. I'm 45. I have got to urinate, and oh, it, won't let me, uh, it won't let me hold it anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do it before, you know, you make a mess or whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, I've, I've seen some bands that, like, at older could have been, uh, you know, better. Well, it's not, it's not even that. It's, I think it just makes me sad because I, I, it reminds me I'm getting old. And I see them, and it's like, because like I said, a lot of the bands that are older now that people are seeing, you know, like the, you know, Descendants and stuff like that, you know, they were the age that I am. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not that far off from them. Yeah, it's, just a few years So it's like if I look at them, then it's like, okay, you know, ah. Oh, you know, does that mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it, it's, it was different, like, when I was younger and I would see older bands. Of course, I, I didn't think nothing about it because I'm still young and full of life and vigor. But it's like now to see my heroes and legends just get and just look old, you know, and just beat down and they're up there doing it, which, like I said, I appreciate it and I hope they're having the time of their lives and you know making money but I hope they don't have to do it you know if they don't want to do it yeah <laughs> but, like Keith Keith Morris from the Circle Jerks like I kind of yeah. wonder about him I saw them in 02 or 01 we I think it was 02 them. and they were but now seeing them I haven't seen them perform lately but yeah. we're gonna see them like in a few months but I've been seeing pictures and his dreads are all like gray now. And yeah. It's all like gaunt. And I'm like, I hope, I hope he's. I mean, sometimes doing all it's right. cool that they, like, you know, but then some, it's, I hate the ones that get, uh, it's like for me being a metal guy, okay? Like, I loved Motley Crue growing Me up. too. Fat oh. Vince makes he's, me sad. It just makes now. me so sad. It's just when he got fat, that made me so sad. And then, and it's like, they, and at some point, I'm like, all right, you've had Vince, you've been fat for 10 years now. You got money. They're still turning, they, you know, they said it was the last one or whatever, you know, but now they got Johnny Five and everything else. They're still there. But it's like, if Vince was in shape, 
They'd sound better. I would love to go see Motley Crue. Yeah, if Mick Mars. If Vance was it, yeah, if Mick Mars. Well, Johnny Five. I love Johnny Five. So I mean, yeah. I'm like, if you're going to replace it, at least you replace somebody cool. They, they did pick a good. You know, yeah, it's not some unknown dude. Style. It's just up there. You know, it's a guy that's been around. He's earned some accolades. You know, I can give him a pass. But it's like the Pantera reunion. You know, it's like oh, Dimebag. But I'm like, well, dude, if you know, come on, it's Vance Zach Wild who. If you can't get a pass, I mean, if anybody can get a pass for standing up there and doing it, it's got to be Zach Wild. Who else would you well, fucking Vin get? Was, he did say if they were going to do it before he died, this chair. if there were a yeah. way it were going to happen, then uh, it would be Zach Wild on guitar. Yeah. So I, I could respect that. It's just... Uh, I just think Phil Anselmo's an asshole. Oh, yeah, that's I, the problem. But I love yeah. Pantera. I ain't got yeah, nothing against too. Rex. I ain't mad at him. I'm glad he's getting a paycheck again yeah. and whatever, you know. Yeah. Uh, but Get that uh, deli tray every night. Yeah, getting the free deli tray yeah. and all that stuff. See, I love the fact. I hope that they feel pretty. I hope they feel like, you know, hey, it's not a thing to where, oh, you know, it's uh you know, we're trying to make it happen again. I hope they just feel like the people that appreciated back then haven't forgotten and they still appreciate, you know, so it feels like you've kind of made your mark. You know, I hope that's the mindset. I think it's cool for people that never got to see Pantera, but I saw the original Pantera lineup, so I'm like, I'm good. See, I I did with social, social distortion. They came by, God, it's been a few years ago now. It was at Expo 5. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was at that. Yeah, oh, they had like yeah. four or five opening acts, man. And I went there, and I'm like there because I, you know, I love to watch the bands. So yeah. I'm there. I'm like, oh fuck yeah, I haven't, you know, because I don't go to that many shows, big shows, you know. So I'm like, I got to see Social Distortion. I love them. So I'm, I go early to see everybody. I'm there. By the time they got up there, dude. I was dying. My feet are killing me. My back's killing me. I'm leaning against the wall. I'm looking for anywhere to lean <laughs> to watch that show. Oh, I see. Oh, we saw Danzig up there uh, together at Expo 5. They had like fucking four mall metal bands opening up for yeah. them. It was the worst. Wow, I mean, Danzig was great, place. and Doyle and Danzig was great, but yeah. And I had again, they were still doing Will Call where you had to get there before the show. Yeah. So. This wasn't that long ago, but still, like, yeah, so I had to be there the whole time. We, we played a metal festival. Mo Metal Band played a metal festival up there at Expo 5, and it was a, lo- a lot of local stuff mixed in with the other traveling band. But they had an outdoor stage set up. Well, the day of it, I mean, it monsooned. It, boosh, you know, wind and lightning and everything. It was like, no, you ain't going to do it. They stuck us in the smoking area. That they had made. Yeah, off to the side. Yeah, off to the side. And they stuck us in this smoking area. And so we're out there playing, which was actually fun because it was one of the bands played, and then it's like that in-between, you know, thing. So everybody, of course, goes out and smokes. Well, they told us, go ahead and start. And I was like, no, we're not starting until they stop because everybody's going to come out of our smoke. And we'll start when they come out of the smoke, you know. So here it is. We're just out there hanging out. And act like we're tuning and everything, you know, just dragging it out, dragging it out, dragging it out. Finally, that band ends, and here comes everybody rolling. As soon as they start rolling in, we start playing, you know. Well, then when the new bands <laughs> start playing, then everybody was out there smoking, listening to us. So it's like nobody left and went back over there, you oh, know. Man. Which is great. It was a great time, but as a singer, you got everybody just sitting there, you know, they're a foot away from me, just blowing their smoke right at me. Oh, you know? so yeah, <laughs> it was awful that way, but...
But, but the timing was good and you got the audience. Yeah, we got that sold a lot of t-shirts and never sell t-shirts, you know. You, you all have t-shirts, the basements do, yes. and you all have, do you all, all have physical music? <laughs> Huh? Do y'all have physical no, music yet? It's, so it's all on Spotify. All on Spotify. Yeah, we didn't and it's free it. on there. So. Yeah, yeah, everything's free. So, so most of our t-shirts and shit are free. The guys get pissed at me, but I, I, I hand them out. Nine. Oh <laughs> really? I need a t-shirt if you have one big enough oh, for me. The t-shirt for one. T-shirts fucked up. They're Christmas t-shirts. We laughed about it, but it was it was funny. Jeremy, our colors originally were black and like a neon green. Yeah. That's what the sticker was. And uh, Jeremy was like, well, I don't want to do a black shirt. Let's do something different so we stand out. So he was like, I want to do a red shirt. And we're like, all right, I don't give a fuck. So he took the thing and made the logo. So it was red, black with logo black, you know. Yeah. And I was like, well, what about the green? You just We just bought a bunch of stickers with the little green arrow, you know, and thing. I was like, are we just getting rid of the green altogether or what? And then we was like tossing around. He was like, "Well, we can make the logo green." And I'm like, "Well, then it's gonna be Christmassy or whatever." You know, we kind of yeah. kind of tossed it around. He did. I go to pick up the t-shirts. I bring them out in the truck, in my car. I'm not even paying attention. Get over there. I look at it and I'm like, "That looks weird." It's green. The logo's green on a red shirt. Yeah. So <laughs> by accident, the dude just fucked up on him. And so now we got a red and green, you know, of like that's cool though, man, because they they don't oh, make yeah, a lot of those. Care. There's yeah, not a lot of. Uh, You've got so, a Christmas edition shirt. Yeah, yeah, year round. So do you guys <laughs> have any uh, any big shows coming up that you guys want to plug that you guys should plug? Yes, uh, we got what is it, uh, Dugtopia? Oh, we'll with be you guys, with remember you. that, dude? Can you believe the lineup of that Stitch got? Yeah, yeah. Tiger Sex, us, you guys. Uh, God awful's playing playing and uh, oh, what's Hans Condor? Yeah, Hans, Hans Condor. Condor is fucking amazing. Have y'all seen him? Yeah, I've seen. Uh, him. I have not. Yeah, dude, I've he's seen a him beast, back in January. Uh, I saw him at Magbar and he blew me away. With Zerg Rush, he's who was it with? No, it's with um, maybe it was Zerg Rush. It was back. I saw them in January, but they were like tossing the guitar back. Oh, he was uh, everywhere. He was. They always have that band from Decatur, Illinois, with them too. Soy City Stranglers. I think it was what. Yeah, they're like real good friends. But he was great. Yeah, I I loved. Yeah, when uh, Stitch told me he got Hans, I'm like, oh wow, cool, that's fucking amazing. And then he said Tiger Sex too, and all this shit. And then we started building that line, which we played it last year. Yeah. And uh, I think he only had like five or six bands, you know. But and that was our second show, played out there. Tell me, I saw a post like I was uh, creeping on your all's page and stuff. That, like <laughs> yeah. y'all were a lady I wanted to get with that said no. All you do is that we never say no. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I saw like a post of you all, like a clip of y'all playing uh, at Doug Toby. Yeah. 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 But That's going to no. be a fun one. That's in Hopkinsville, no, folks. September 9th. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we're doing a, a mini tour with Plague 9. Uh, oh, you guys latch on, man. You get you get uh, Plague 9. Y'all done a lot of shows. Y'all done shows with us? Uh, yeah, you guys, Plague 9. Uh, even though we haven't really played with Jim Harrelson, but with Trey yeah. Bean and Jim Harrelson. Which like, a great band. And, Say like God awfuls are all like our sibling bands. Yeah, yeah. See, that's why I love Stitch. He's he's my brother from another mother. I love that man. Yeah, he's been so good to us. Like he's been really yes. Cool. Uh, and yeah. 
he came out. I, I was a big fan of his and in, in the band, and uh, I played a show and and he didn't even play. He sh- showed up, and it was a good show, you know. And I was in. I say I was in rare form. I was, you know, got the crowd involved really good and everything, you know. And he came up and, and was just like, you know, heaping praise on me, you know. And I'm just looking at like, no, you're fucking stitch dude <laughs> and I was just like it meant so much to me that that god office which I had saw a couple times and just adore you know yeah, they were just the shit you know speaking of them there are guests next week on partners and oh good now yeah, stitch will keep you entertained and they are also playing uh, if you're yeah, listening to this tonight. before they're playing tonight June 30th Nashville tonight Oh, they're in Nashville tonight. They're playing punk rock night, June 30th at the Mag. Okay. All ages. And, uh... Oh, shit. I do need to leave. Oh, (laughs) that's cool. I got one more show announcement, and that's just the birthday bash. The Buddy Brigade birthday bash. Yeah. This is, uh... For me, Amanda, Trey, and Bryce's birthday. And I'm going to celebrate my birthday because nobody said shit to me at that punk rock <laughs> night that was on near my birthday. But I set up a fucking birthday episode for you. Well, no, but I'm talking about life. You should have set up this birthday show for me. but I, I did all the fucking work for the show. I mean, well, yeah. flyer. Yes. I called Christy to pretty much confirm it. I, no, I You called her at first, but I, I, I've confirmed everything. No, no. Well, and then you're singing to me. Singing to <laughs> you're singing to me that night. You're oh, singing happy birthday to me. Okay, all right. And if you could get a cake, dog. It's going to be a Kroger cake. That's fine. <laughs> like Those are the best. But small ones. Uh, something in my budget. It's going to be a brand show, though. It's going to be Plague Nine. Yeah. Plague Nine, the Char, the Shondells, and Bryce Shondas. And the Shondas. I'm sorry, dude. Y'all done Char? Have y'all played with the char? Not no, yet. not yet. That's what they were with us on our punk rock night at uh, Magbar, and they're great. great. I heard that my wife like was listening to them online and was like, so "Yeah, fun. check them out." Yeah, no, they're great people too. Yeah, and uh, they're gonna be cool. And Bryce Shell of the Kodiaks is gonna be doing an acoustic set, uh, some Kodiak songs and stuff. So yeah, that'll be fun. But yeah, bring that preppy dollar. Yeah, well, thank you for oh, coming, dude, man. I forgot we were doing podcasts. I swear to God, we've just been shooting the shit. It's just felt like just sitting around. That's what we do. Shit, fucking around. But we yeah. thank Todd again for being here. And what was I'm sorry, was there anything like he said? No, 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 no. You, you no. do your thing. God I was just trying you. to. I'm sorry. I didn't have anything to say. But. To. Oh, okay. Uh, if it wasn't for you know all Donnie's breaks and phone calls, I mean, it would have been about a forty-five minute long podcast. So I apologize yeah. for the length for anybody that's listening. Blame yeah, that's on me. Blame Donnie. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. Donnie's on professionalism. Payments. To <laughs> yes. Oh, but we let's start you. a GoFundMe for Donnie's Rena Center. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the next show's going to. Let's get that couch paid off. <laughs> yes. Well, we love you all, and Todd, thanks so much again for oh, being here. My pleasure. Thank and go you. to listen to the basements. Yes, let's do the basements. We rock. Check them out on the Partners and Pals playlist. All right, go we... see us live so you can watch me shake my ass. Yes, he's got the best moves. Shake Thanks. that booty. Shake it booty. All right.